I was contemplating this week that it's been about one year now since the COVID-19 pandemic um, totally turned our world upside down. And I think that I can speak for almost everyone here and almost everyone that I know when I say that at this point, we are, we are all pretty weary. We are pretty weary. The back-to-back crises of this year, um, they've taken a lot from us, both personally and emotionally, haven't they? And yet today, um, Christians all around the world are beginning the season of Lent, a 40-day period of preparation in which we give up certain physical comforts that in and of themselves are, are good and precious gifts that we should receive from God with thanksgiving. But we give them up uh, for the purpose of preparing our hearts and our minds, preparing our souls to receive the ultimate joy, the ultimate comfort that Easter brings. And maybe you're, you're here this evening or you're, you're watching this evening and you're here because you're looking for comfort. Maybe you're, you're here because you're looking for a refreshing spiritual connection amidst the weariness of this past year. And you're thinking to yourself, okay, why should I choose to voluntarily give up more pleasures and more comforts than those that have involuntarily been given up by me already this year? Or maybe uh, if you're like me, every year, um, you're sort of tempted to treat Lent like it's, a, it's an intense spiritual boot camp. You know, you're like upping the rhythms of prayer and fasting in your life. And so as the year approaches, you've kind of got to like hype yourself up for it. And at this point in the year, um, you're just feeling like you have no more physical or spiritual stamina to give to Lent. I just want to name that these are all incredibly valid things to feel, friends. These are incredibly valid things to feel. The Lord knows that. The Lord sees that. And I think that this is actually why Jesus, rather than hyping us up this Lent, wants to slow us down. Jesus wants to actually help us settle deeply into our present moment with him. He wants to teach us how he lived how he lived, the comfort that he received amidst the intense trials and demands and anxieties and losses of his life. And I think that rather than having us go through Lent without comfort, the heart of Christ for us and the heart of his Father for us is that we would actually receive a deeper, more resilient comfort than we could otherwise receive. So please, if you have your Bibles, uh, open them with me, or if you have your bulletins, you can open them to Matthew chapter 11, starting in verse 25. Let's let Jesus teach us the rest of repentance this Lent. Starting in verse 25. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding 
and you've revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and whoever the Son chooses to reveal him. And no one knows the Son except the Father. You know, there are many um, rich passages in Jesus's four biographies that were compiled soon after his death by eyewitnesses that reveal and speak to his unique identity as God incarnate, as both the Son of God and the Son of Man in one person. And yet, I think that there are few passages uh, that are as startling and as stunning as the one that we have before us in Matthew 11 tonight. And I'll tell you why I think this. This passage speaks to Jesus' supreme authority as the Son of God. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, he says. But what's so startling about this is how he prefaces it in verse 25. He says, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hidden these things from the wise and understanding and you've revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. What Jesus is actually doing in this prayer, what Jesus is doing in this passage, is that he's actually peeling back the curtain and he's showing us the shape of his own soul. He's showing us the shape of his own life. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. I want us to all think about that for a moment. All things. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. There's nothing that Jesus possessed. There was no word that he spoke, no work that he performed. There was not a single day that passed by in which Jesus was not fully and totally reliant upon his loving Father. The shape of Jesus' life was one of radical reliance radical dependence, like a little child. I think that what's even more startling is that the context of this prayer is a call to repentance. We see in in verses 20 uh, to 24, the verses right before this prayer, that Jesus has actually been calling those around him to place all of their faith, all of their hope, all of their love in him and in his Father's kingdom, which is coming and which is already near to them in Jesus. But virtually no one, as of yet, has responded to Jesus' call for repentance, for them to yield their little kingdoms to him and to enter into and to receive, like little children, his bigger and better kingdom. So what does Jesus do? How does he respond? Look at verse 28. I think that this is incredible. He says, come to me, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. One writer puts it this way. 
Jesus isn't asking us to do anything that he isn't already doing. He's inviting us into his life of helpless dependence on his heavenly father. To become more like Jesus is to feel increasingly unable to do life on your own. I'll say that one more time. For us to become more like Jesus is to feel increasingly unable to do life on your own. Jesus, my friends, he's not calling us to do better. He's not calling us to try harder. He's not looking at us and saying like, hey, get your act together. No, I think that this Lent, what Jesus is actually calling us to, is he's calling us to give up our self-sufficiency. He's calling us to give up our self-reliance. He's calling us to give up all of our anxious efforts to control outcomes and to control other people, to fix all of our problems in our own strength. In other words, I think that Jesus is calling each of us not to just drop off and pick up some habits, but to change deeply, to give up on trying to be our own gods and heroes and saviors. This is what repentance is all about. It's a return to this vulnerable relationship of dependence on God. And it's not something that we can do by our own direct effort, since that's the essence of the problem, right? No, this is something that Jesus needs to do for us, something he needs to teach us and reveal to us. He says in verse 27, no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. So friends, we need Jesus to reveal the heart of his Father to us this Lent. We need Jesus to teach us how to repent to teach us how to become little children like him. And this is why Jesus says, come to me, come to me, learn from me, take my yoke upon you. I'm gentle and lowly in heart. I'm approachable. And you will find rest for your souls, for your entire person. So no matter where you are right now, no matter how you entered into this service, no matter how skeptical or how convinced you might be feeling at this moment about the claims of Jesus, he says to you personally, come to me. Come to me. All who labor, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Repent. He says to us, repent. He says, I've taken all of your burdens, all of your sins and heaviness upon me, and I've taken it all the way to the cross. I've overcome it. We can trust Jesus. We can come to him. We can take his yoke upon us. Sometimes I think that we, we believe the lie that repentance is actually a heavy burden. But it's not. It's actually entering into a deep, resilient rest. It's entering into the loving embrace of God.
So whether you maybe have never turned to God, whether you've never repented, come to Jesus and given your life to him, taken his yoke upon you, learn to become like a reliant child. Jesus says to you tonight, come, learn from me. Maybe you're returning after a long season of wandering, of a long season of self-reliance. And Jesus says to you tonight, come to me. Are you exhausted? Are you feeling worn down by this week, by this year? Come to him. Take his yoke upon you and invite him into the ordinary, the stressful, even the sinful moments of your day-to-day realities. Because the only way for Jesus to refresh us and to heal us is for him to get close to us. If you let him get close to you this Lent, you're not going to find shame. You're not going to find exhaustion. You're not going to find heaviness. Friends, you will find rest and rest for your souls. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.